Amber's like, well, why are you excited? What's what's <laughs> what do you see at the zoo? <laughs> animals. What are the animals going to be doing? <laughs> May 14th. Some announcements in the news. I think it's going to be pretty short, but announcements in the news. I just want to record. I just want to Ontario announced yeah, today. So I just want to record these things for whoever is going to want to listen to this later. Yeah, it's a time machine. We're creating a time machine. <coughs> you only go one way. I know. Love time machines. Okay. Mm. Ontario announced today additional workplaces that can reopen on Tuesday mm-hmm. after the long weekend. If the numbers, the case numbers keep trending downwards as anticipated. Yeah. I didn't actually look. I thought they said they weren't going to open anything until they had at least two weeks of yeah. numbers going down. Do we have two weeks of numbers uh, going down as of Tuesday? Probably not. But, I mean, I- the trend is well. Like, it's it's consistently going down. So I'm just going to look into that. But just while you're doing that, it's uh, the types of stores that are opening. Basically retail, but not nothing where... Like, you have to be able to maintain, like, two meters away. Like, you have to be able to stay two meters away from other people. So, like, hair places, barbers, stylists cannot open. open. Massage therapy, things like that can't open. And retail Uh, places have to have, it's still um, just curb pickup or limiting the number of customers in a store. Yeah, like you have to line up outside. Booking appointments or whatever. Like the way we do for our grocery stores now, basically. Malls aren't open. No malls, yeah. Uh, You can't social distance in grocery stores, though. But they do. Like they. In theory. Those are an exception because people need food. But, I mean, if you actually follow the way you're supposed to use a grocery store with the arrows on the floor or whatever i think in theory i think you should be able to right like you should be able to stay away from the person like you're basically moving through the grocery store like single file behind Mm -hmm. somebody else and you have to snake through oh which reminds me personal anecdote Mm -hmm. when i went grocery shopping on the weekend Mm -hmm. i went to longos which i normally don't go to for a regular grocery shopping because mm-hmm. it's a bit more expensive yeah. but i specifically went there because they announced they were having a mandatory masking policy yeah and the week prior when i had gone to Sobeys, i i was feeling pretty uncomfortable because none of their staff were wearing masks and all the like s- like the um what do you call them the people who stock the shelves clerks they the were ju- like clerks. they would just come like right like they were not paying attention yeah to they were just getting your way at all yeah, yeah yeah and none of them were wearing masks and it just felt it just didn't feel right what did i hear so about we longos there longos. was a reason about longos what did you did hear they have an outbreak something they did they decided to move uh, forward on this because of something that happened I think well, maybe one of their people died. Is that what it was? I don't. I don't know, but the, it was like everyone was wearing masks, and the cashiers were double protected. Yeah. Not only did they have the like plexi ga- plexiglass shield up, but they were also wearing masks and face shields. 
so they had like a double plastic barrier and a mask. Longo's store in Vaughn closes for two weeks after several employees test positive for COVID. So I think after this, whoever the... Like it's like a family-owned thing, right? Like the yeah. guy, the guy who yeah. owns it, his name is Longo, right? Yeah. So whatever. I think so. Like he made comments like saying, "Yeah, we're gonna have to do better." And and they did. Yeah, like like, like they just, I think they really took it seriously and said, "Okay, we're shutting it down until we figure out how to do this right." And then they came. Did they back. shut down? They shut down that grocery that store. That grocery store. Yeah. Anyways, it was a good. It was a good experience, and the lineup for the cash registers also was better than Sobeys. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, that store is a bit bigger too than the Sobeys we go to, so they have a bit more room mm -hmm. to work with, but yeah, so that was, that was the best, like safest grocery shopping experience that I, I feel like I've had so far. Mm -hmm. And I hope other grocery stores follow suit. Yeah, Longos continues to take all necessary precautions at uh, all locations, including enhanced cleaning, disinfecting, encouraging physical distancing of staff and patrons, and limiting the number of shoppers to 50 at a time. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. There was no lineup when I went into the store. I think that's pretty common for most stores, right? They decide how many they're going to allow in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Longos. And then, so Ontario is kind of moving forward. Still no word on schools. It sounded like as a, you know, they were going to, th th they kept dropping hints that this week we would hear about the plan for schools. We haven't yet. And I think now they're saying it'll be early next week because they're working on some modeling. So they really don't know yet what they're going to do. Seems a little surprising to me that they wouldn't just call it for the school year, but it, it it feels like that's where it has to go. But um, I guess we'll see. The the um, whereas in in Quebec they were pushing ahead, they were like full steam ahead trying to open schools and everything, and I think they have since backed off of that with Montreal, especially in Montreal where their biggest epicenter of of everything's happening they've decided to cancel school for the rest of the year. They'll start again in September, at least elementary school, I think. But they are opening daycares as of June 1st. That's their current plan. Okay. Um, I was looking at our cases here, Ontario cases on havemyflattening.ca. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the rolling seven-day average peaks on April 24th, mm -hmm. which definitely gives us, it means that we're coming up on three weeks of dropping decrease in daily cases. Mm -hmm. um, and that's even a rolling average. so it's That's like a rolling average, so yeah. It definitely hasn't decreased every day in the yeah. last three weeks. But I mean, I think the rolling average is, is what, what you matters. have to go by. No, no, I just mean like then it's like the decrease started even earlier than that, right? For the rolling average mm. to come down over that yeah. time. So it's like yeah. actually even more than that. So, so that's good. And then, but they also said they wanted the cases to be less than 200 new cases a day. And we're not there yet. It's at 258. Mm -hmm. 
but I don't know if we're going to get there by Tuesday. I mean, it'll be close. It'll be close. So they did see, I saw in several reports that they said if the numbers don't continue to trend that way, then they could reverse. These won't be going into effect on Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll yeah. have to see. But I mean, this is the thing like, are we going to have whiplash? Like, is it just going to go up again? And then we're gonna have to lock down again. Like I, uh the uh, I saw one article in the National Post talking about how, like, there's with the precautions that we're still gonna take. Mm-hmm. Like if they l- like they talked about the number of like I think LCBOs track how many like they report publicly how many staff, how many of their staff came down with COVID nineteen, yeah. and it's something. It's like seven. Right, of all, all the LCBOs. Yeah. Uh, like there's th- like over a thousand. I can't remember how many employees. That's like thousands. That's very reassuring. Yeah, it really was, right? Like you yeah. think like these are people and that w- are... Did it say what... I haven't been in an LCBO. What are their protections? I don't... I haven't either, but I think it's like... You see people lining up. I've seen people lining up outside them. I know, but do they have shields and face masks? I don't or know. just shields or just face masks or... I don't know. But I whatever they're shoes. doing, like they could, you know, it seems like yeah. it seems reasonable, right? Like that's. But yeah, but the cashiers are the people who are going to have the most protection, though. Mm-hmm. People in stores. But I guess we're not actually opening up any more stores with this. With this opening. We're not opening. Like, I mean, it's still like curbside pickup and like. It's true. There's not a lot of high risk activities that are being opened right now. Yeah. It's like when hair salons open. <laughs> yeah. I think there's <laughs> definitely going to be some. N- I was just thinking how badly I need a pedicure. And I'm like, how am I going to get a pedicure? Like, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping somebody opens outdoor pedicures this uh, summer. Yeah, they could do that, couldn't they? Patio pedicures. Patio pedicures. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the nail salons are like so tiny. It's yeah, like precisely the opposite of the kind of place yeah. that you want to be in. Yeah, you're pushed right up against the person next to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that depends how, not necessarily, but you're just like in this tiny little room. Mm-hmm. They're not... Uh, Expansive places. The other thing that I read today that was interesting, and I don't know what it, what impact it has on anything, but it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So, um, some very respected scientists were saying that there's an um a well done serology study in Mm -hmm. Spain Mm -hmm. that was just put out today. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was published or pre published. Um, but they, it's being hailed as one of the best serology studies to date. They tested 70,000 people and they did it like by randomly selecting households throughout Spain. And so they found that the country average was 5% of people had antibodies Mm -hmm. for COVID-19, but it was, it varied dramatically by region. Mm -hmm. So like Madrid had 11% with antibodies and some other region had 
14%, and then other regions were like single digit. Hmm. Makes sense. So, yeah. But that kind of aligns with New York's like 20% mm-hmm. or 14. I guess that was by the hard hit regions too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About 20% sure. overall was maybe 14. But those kinds of numbers, and again, they found that they were missing 90%. They think they're missing 90% of the infections, Mm -hmm. which is a number I keep hearing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So we can, as an estimate, it's very safe to assume that whatever (coughs) case numbers you see reported Mm -hmm. is about 10% of the actual cases that exist. Okay. So 10 times, yeah. So, yeah, so 10 times. So if we're seeing 200 cases a day, and that's actually 2,000 cases a day that are happening in Ontario. They're still happening. Yeah, that's a lot. But Yeah. Sounds like a lot. I don't know. Sounds like a lot. Um, yeah, what, what would be, so yeah, and then what proportion of those are just community in the community right as, as of as the 200 yeah yeah i don't know yeah. we'd i'd does it's any, not does anyone know no yeah. <laughs> the or it's sort of known i don't know just to go back to the lcbo thing just for a minute i found the p- the article so there there are uh, 670 liquor stores across the province 9100 uh, 9,100 workers and seven of them tested positive for COVID-19. Wow, that's great. Not to say that there weren't more that got sick and didn't get tested. I mean, it's right. possi- like m- there may be more, but still, it's like a... Yeah. That's s- shockingly small, actually, yeah. for people that are in yeah. customer-facing things. And in a very busy store. Yeah, everyone's going to the LCBO. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so if they can do it we can do it yeah i want to know the numbers for all the grocery stores now uh-huh. but that just reminded me that we forgot to start with the r oh, not value sorry. we're so bad at this it's been going down the last couple of days are we under one in toronto they don't show up for toronto anymore oh. well at least not the last time i looked i'll look again but we for ontario it's 0.91 okay i'll check for city of toronto mm-hmm the last time I looked, nope, they don't have it. Mm-hmm. The other piece of exciting news for me, I don't know if, why what if you're excited about this, but the zoo. You can mm-hmm. do drive-through at the zoo. I haven't the Toronto Zoo the tr- is going to open a drive-through ticket. Something. Yes. Yeah. Drive it's kind of like African Lion Safari. Yeah, I was thinking about this today when I saw that some ice cream shop in the city is making doing like kits to make your own ice cream sandwiches at home with their ice cream and homemade cookies Mm. and i just thought like so we've had to be isolated at home a lot over the last three years Mm -hmm. 
and it's getting a lot better <laughs> now that everybody has to be isolated at home. Right. There's so much more you can get delivered, so mm-hmm. many more interesting restaurants doing yeah. interesting things yeah. you can pick up. Yeah. And now the zoo, we're going to get to drive through the zoo, which is something <laughs> like that we've never even thought of taking Kate into the zoo. We could have taken Kate. We can take Kate into the zoo when it's open. I had, but like this will just be so much easier. This will be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden, like, yeah, everything is just getting so much easier for us. Yeah. And it just gives every, I mean, I think it's just nice. Like people are dying for things to do. It's just a thing you can Mm -hmm. do with your kids and like, yeah, you know, which means it's going to be ridiculously busy. Yeah. But you just, Buy your tickets and find a time like and go and go yeah like because I think yeah. they're gonna do it by appointment right like they're gonna do it by yeah yeah like book a time time yeah and Avery's like why are you excited what's what's <laughs> what do you see at the zoo <laughs> animals what are the animals gonna be doing <laughs> just does hang they're just hanging out did he not remember going to the zoo clearly he yeah. does not how long is it been? when did he go to the zoo. When did we he went to the African Lions Fire last that year. That was, yeah. yeah. Did he remember that? We didn't ask him that. Yeah. I didn't ask. Doing things with kids, like, it's like, <laughs> they forget <laughs> what is it. the value? You really <laughs> question the value. <laughs> yeah. If we took Kate into the zoo, I would really question whether he would actually, like, see, like, actually be able to notice any of the animals. Yeah. I would just be. We took him to the aquarium. He liked that. I mean, it might be. He might like it just because there's yeah. things happening, things to see, but yeah. Okay. Anything else we want to talk about? I feel like those are all the things I wanted to get on the record. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Hmm. Here's mm-hmm. just one thought that I had mm-hmm. that I wanted to... Th- this is, I think, the main... Okay, so if someone's listening to this in the future, time machine... I mean, I'm probably going to listen to them all again in like a month. Sure. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is the next time something like this happens, it's sort of, okay, the thought I had was this is an opportunity for rediscovering the world that like ourselves, like people are, so much is getting shaken up and it's like we get to create, that we have an opportunity to make big changes right now to you know people a lot of people are forced to because they might be losing their jobs businesses are going under you know like all these things it's like i keep thinking about it's like the every time i went away from home as a you know when i was a teenager and came back home like it was an opportunity or when i yeah when you go and stay away from home for a number of weeks you just have this ability to become a different person Mm mm-hmm and it's like we're going through that as a population. We get to become, our society is going to, could, we could choose to make it something better. Well, interesting that you should say that because there was another op-ed about uh, universal basic income in the walrus today. Right, yeah. And I was like, that's interesting because I haven't heard about that in weeks. Andrew I Yang's pushing it hard on his podcast. Yeah, he does. He's not here. Yeah. Well he's in a different country. Yang Gang. Talking about Canada. Yang Gang's in Canada, too. <sighs> <laughs> so, 
yeah i just i kind of thought when covid19 happened i initially i was like well of course we have to do universal basic income that's the only thing that makes sense yeah and then they didn't do it and they did like four other overlapping or Mm -hmm. not overlapping i don't know Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. which has pretty wide reach like i think it's very what the crb and the wage Mm -hmm. program are very good Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of people are pushing for universal basic income because it's universal Mm -hmm. and people aren't going to fall through the cracks and from a bureaucratic standpoint it's just easier it's but it's like people just can't help themselves to stay like even with i think they tried to do the latest thing they decided was um for seniors right they were going to add some benefits anyone getting old age security is going to get some extra money right like top up and the comments are just on that in the media seem to be, well, but that means that a lot of people that don't need it are going to get it. And it's like, yeah, they might, but they might give like, but they that's c- why if it's a, if it's universal and everybody gets it, then it's like, then you just look at it. Like it's helping people and it's a stimulus. Like yeah. Yeah. Like people are going to use if The people that don't need it, it will still be, it's more likely to, I don't. Well, maybe it's not more likely that that money will get spent. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a silly thing to not want to do something because there's some people that are gonna get mm-hmm. get it that don't need it. But it's mm-hmm. just like the savings in the bureaucracy of trying to figure yes. out who needs and who doesn't and you can also there's tons like of waste in that lot back with taxes yeah too if yeah that's a big concern but yeah anyways yes i support ubi yeah. should get some buttons let's make some buttons yeah all right are okay we, are we done now yes i didn't find a joke well, I didn't find a joke that I can tell on the podcast, but I'll tell you where you can go watch some jokes if you consider this joke. So Sarah Cooper yeah. is a comedian, and I found her on Twitter, and you may have seen her already, but she does these videos of her like lip syncing to parts of Trump's press conferences mm-hmm. where he's just saying ridiculous stuff. And she just kind of like acts it out and somehow it makes it funny and bearable to listen to mm-hmm. while you also get to hear the ridiculous things that he says. So Sarah Cooper, look her up. It's funny stuff. She's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good night. Good night.